You're listening to 30 Minute Expert. I'm Katie. And I'm Zach. Every episode, I challenge Zach to become an expert on a totally random topic. And if that's not hard enough, I only have 30 minutes to do it. We want to prove that no matter who you are, or how much education you have, with a little help from the internet, anyone can become an expert on any topic in the world. You were just making some very strange noises before you hit record. Well, you know, it's my process. Getting my voice ready for the airwaves, just clearing, clearing out the pipes. That, Some uh, people do that was red a new sound leather, yellow leather. It sounded like you were choking. But uh, anyway, mm. I've got a topic for you today. And mm-hmm. this one is actually a suggestion from a friend. Oh, great. Yes. Let's do it. So it's from uh, Kira. Uh-huh. You know Kira. I know Kira. And the the suggestion that she gave, which I think, I don't know, I would love to research this if I were you, so I hope you enjoy it. Okay. Uh, it is something that everyone loves. How could you not love it? Uh-huh. Even though it has a, a connotation of being very plain and boring, but what I want you to research today is vanilla. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I actually remember when Kira suggested that. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Vanilla is interesting because I feel like it's a real moment in your life when you see a vanilla bean for the first time and see them. Oh, we all remember where we were the first time we saw a vanilla bean. (laughs) No, it really is that when you're like, what? That is what that is? It's, It's really weird. And so I feel like it would be fascinating to learn about. I love vanilla. Um... So I am excited to to get the real inside scoop I love on vanilla. where it grows, <laughs> who first discovered it, like all of that stuff. That sounds great. Um, I I love vanilla extract in things. Uh huh. I I love vanilla too. I I like vanilla things. I never would probably just get vanilla ice cream. That but would we've be gotten vanilla ice cream, Katie. Yeah, but we probably ate it with something. I don't know. I mean, if I could have French some... vanilla ice cream is underrated. Yeah, it's true. But yeah. I probably just want some like Sprinkle fresh a little strawberries cinnamon on it. with it's it. Fantastic. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I just gravitate toward chocolate. I used to uh, like as a kid. I definitely would favor oh, wow. chocolate. I guess anything like chocolate cake or mm-hmm. chocolate ice cream. Um, See, really... or anything where you know vanilla and chocolate are kind of yeah. the two options. I would always go for chocolate, but. As uh, as an adult, I like vanilla ice cream vanilla and I like vanilla cake, cake as a grown-up. <laughs> does not thrill me. But as you know, cake and jo- I'm not a cake person. I don't yeah. really care about cake. I mean, I love them both, to be clear. Okay, But uh, I've definitely started to appreciate vanilla more as um, as I get older. That's funny because I feel like kids love vanilla because it's really? so... Yeah, because it's really it's so mild. Plain, yeah, yeah, they can just deal with it super well. <laughs> It's great. Yeah. All right. Well, let's learn about it. Okay. Okay. This this was a wild ride. Honestly. Really? Yeah. I thought. How so? It, in so many ways, honestly. It. I am not joke because I saw this joke in about 12 different places, but the history and study of vanilla is anything but vanilla. I swear. 
swear I knew that's what you were going to say. Oh, man. I'm, said, I'm cringing. I'm not making this joke, Ugh. but I saw it. I was like, I, I heard that word for word in my head. Right? Oh, it's terrible, but it needed to be said. So, it's in it, and honestly, it's true. It is, it's a complicated and storied history. Okay. Shall we get into it? Yes. So, let's start with the most fun part. I know I shouldn't start with the most fun part because then it's all going to be downhill. But I'm just kind of kind of kidding that it's the most fun part. It's just really cool. So Vanilla, um, the first people who who are known of to be using Vanilla are the... Man, I, I didn't hear this. I've only read it. But the Teutonic people of Mexico. This is an indigenous group of people in Mexico. Huh. So they... They have this legend, or had this legend, that before vanilla was cultivated, there was, I saw in two different places, one, BV. yeah, BV, uh, one, there was a beautiful princess, and then another, BP. she was a, <laughs> she was a princess, but she was like a deity, she was like the daughter of a god, okay, yeah. so either way, really, you know, important girl, and a... A man, so he, he was either just like a regular man, or it was she was a god and he was a mortal. Um, saw her, fell in, they fell in love, and they ran off to the forest together. And then when her father learned about this, uh, he like sent people off to to stop them, basically, and they killed them. The this princess and the man. And um, killed the people chasing after them. No, no, they killed the princess and the man. Okay, got it. So, after several months, where the spot where they died, where like their blood was shed, these uh, vine, this fragile, beautiful green vine, began growing from there. And what grew from the vine were these flowers and green pods that opened and released a really appealing beautiful fragrant scent that perfumed the whole rainforest and so this legend is it's that the death of this beautiful princess gave birth to vanilla that's a true story <laughs> yeah wow, no, what a that cool wild though? tale yeah. yeah you know it's it's a cool cool legend it's cool culture so they so this group of teutonic people are the first people what who, year are we talking i don't know um I don't know when they started. What I do know is that by the 15th century, so by the 1400s, the Aztec had conquered these people. So the Aztec came up. I feel I don't I don't know if I read that. I feel like they came up from the south, but I'm not positive. They came, they conquered these people and they found vanilla. These people had vanilla. The Aztec didn't have it at the time and they were so into it and so obsessed with it that they started making the Teutonic people pay them taxes. You know how when you conquer people, sometimes a certain move is like, you you have to pay us taxes now. Yeah. Um, and they would request slash require the taxes to be paid in vanilla pods. Oh, wait. So, okay, that's crazy. But so are you saying that uh, Mexico is the, like, first... Like where vanilla is from, yep, or like mm-hmm. at least the first recorded, definitely. Um, okay, Mexico is where vanilla is from. So vanilla, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, just to give us some background, vanilla is a spice that's derived from the orchids of the genus is called vanilla. 
Um, and it's primarily from this Mexican species called flat-leafed vanilla, I guess. The word comes, uh, it's a diminutive, diminutive of the Spanish word for sheath or pod. So it means like little pod. Oh, that's Which cool. is what vanilla is, a little pod. Yeah. So um, it's, a, it, it's like a vine-like plant. It only grows in tropical areas. It has dark leaves and um, these... I saw them called pale green flowers. They all, they look yellow sometimes or white. I was too. gonna say I, I feel like any packaging where they ever show them, they're they're like they're like white, white. And yellow. Yeah, maybe yeah. A light, they're light yellow, but they're just kind of white. I never thought about it this way though. But if you next time you see those packages, um, they're orchids. Like if you look yeah, at the flower, I never yeah, about right. That either, but you're it totally makes sense. Right. They're part of the orchid family. So, um, so like I said, during the 15th century, the Aztecs have a taste for this vanilla. They, I think we all know the Aztecs for making hot chocolate, right? Have you heard this? Um, I, the, that sounds kind of familiar. I know about Mexican hot chocolate, of course. Yeah. But yeah, now that you're talking about it, I, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's I, I've where. I've heard that story somewhere. I think that's where, you know, Europeans and the greater Western civilizations got chocolate. I mean, and hot, hot chocolate, chocolate is probably a stretch, but they used to make a drink from chocolate. Yeah. I don't I know mean, if it was necessarily hot and sweet, but it no, was. No, I think it was. That's the whole thing. Oh, really? It was hot and sweet and chocolate. Yeah, okay. they were on it way back then. Um, and the the reason why I'm mentioning it I now, yeah, you should, is that they used the vanilla beans to flavor their hot chocolate. And that's something Jeez. that I, I learned throughout this is that maybe you knew this because Zach actually bakes a lot, but that uh, so many baked goods are the the basis of their flavoring is vanilla even if it's a chocolate thing no i didn't really know that i definitely knew before you said chocolate i was with you like even like sugar cookies or whatever like things always have vanilla in them even if they're plain yeah. flavored but right no i didn't i i never thought of it that way but i mean yeah you're right. Any chocolate cake or chocolate whatever cookie is going to have vanilla in it. Yeah, for sure. yeah. So, so they were using it in their their drink. That's a predecessor to what we would now know as hot chocolate. Um, Cortez showed up in Mexico around this time. I think, I think 1519. I see um, is when he was there. He brought vanilla back to Europe and. Pretty, you know, after he brought it there, it became wildly popular. Everyone's into it. Uh, Queen Elizabeth became obsessed with it. She, like, had constantly had cookies and baked goods and everything with vanilla. So it really, really, you know, vanilla hit it off. In it's Europe. actually kind of crazy to think that before that, these places didn't have vanilla, especially in their baked goods, especially somewhere like England where yeah. they are famous for their old cakes and stuff like that. And I mean, I guess that's why when you see all of those old recipes, it's like just nuts. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And maybe that's a funny little bit of fruit. You say that because that kind of comes in a little bit later. Um, So yeah, it, it really was, this is the first time that anyone had it. They went wild for it. Yeah. It was crazy. So, so vanilla had, as a flavoring, was in Europe in these places from that time on. But even though they brought vanilla plants over, they never 
would turn into pods. They would never fruit, essentially. And no one really knew why. It Mm -hmm. was just kind of confusing. And then in 1836, a Belgian horticulturist uh, named Charles Morin, he, he realized or he had studied, I think he like saw, he either saw this happening or somehow he figured out that the only way vanilla was pollinated was by this bee called the Melipona bee. And it's a special bee native to Mexico. And it's the only thing known to the planet that can pollinate vanilla plants. That's so weird. Is that common of other plants to have just like one specific bee that I will doubt pollinate? it. I think this is a special circumstance yeah. because as I've read, like as we'll see, vanilla is, it's very particular how you can actually that's grow really it. really cool. So that's why it would never take I'm sad to hear how particular it is because I'm sitting here thinking, like, maybe we can grow vanilla. That would be awesome. No, here's the rule. We cannot, and you'll find out oh, why. Man. I mean, we can, but, it, like, it's not going to work out. So, uh, so no, so, you know, we don't have these bees in other parts of the world, and no one knows how – this is the only way it's going to be pollinated. So it's just kind of a moot point. Actually, that guy Moran I read about, he – Tried to do it himself, and it didn't work. So, failed. Okay. Then, this is the the big, flashy moment of vanilla, vanilla story, is in 1841, a 12-year-old named Edmund Albius, who was enslaved on the French island of Reunion, which is like 500 miles off of Madagascar. Oh, weird. The, yeah, we're in a very specific place yeah. with this very specific boy. This this little boy discovered how you could hand pollinate vanilla. What? Using either, I think he used a blade of grass, but you could use like a little sliver of wood or a needle. Basically, what's happening when the bee goes in there is, so van- vanilla plant... I don't think all plants are like this, but a vanilla plant has both the male and female parts in it, Okay. but they are separated and they need to be, you know, like either they need to be touched or something that touches one Uh needs to touch the other, you know, pollination. A bee usually picks up pollen over here on his little fuzz and then he brings it over here. Um, So that's what happens when the bee goes in there. So this little boy figured out how to do it with this blade of grass, how to manipulate it manually. And that is, that is all like well known as the discovery of how to cultivate vanilla. He is credited everywhere for it and is still how it's done today. Wow. All vanilla is is hand pollinated today. Really? Well, I mean, some are by bees, but, but yeah, the vast majority is this hand pollination method. That is fascinating. So, I mean, vanilla is expensive, but it mm-hmm. almost sounds like it should be more expensive. Well, you'll find out just how expensive it is soon. Okay. So, um, it's going to, it's getting worse. This is why you need to not be on board with us growing vanilla because um, <laughs> this is like a joke, but I saw it in a bunch of places. The vanilla flower that you need to pollinate blooms and dies in one day. So you have one day to wow. get there. If you miss it, it's over. 
You wow. missed it. Wait, okay, so, but but if you pollinate it, it stays alive, or? No, if you pollinate it, then the little pod grows. And okay. I saw that if you successfully pollinate it, very, very quickly, you can see, like, a little bulb forming. So you pretty much know if you if you did it right. This is so weird. I know. It's crazy. And, and when you, grow, as with a lot of plants, it's not like you plant a, van- a vanilla seed and then later that year you have a vanilla flower and you pol- like it takes years to get to the point where it's even going to flower at all mm-hmm. and then you have one day to catch it so it's very very particular this is like the dennis the menace movie it when is. mr wilson has yes. his special flower exactly that's exactly, exactly what it's like, like. um so not only is that so you know particular and careful mm-hmm. once the pods grow that it, it's just so complicated and requires such skill. You have to know when to pluck it, when it's ready. And when a vanilla bean is grown on the plant, it looks very different than the long, thin, black, almost sticks that oh, we really? think of. Yeah, it's like much bigger because a lot huh, of the process it goes through, it's like drying out. I think so, yeah, you can kind of tell it's dried yeah. when you see it like that, but I right. I got to see a photo. So basically, once you harvest it, and again, I think it's like an everyday thing because they they ripen at different times. So you can't just decide, okay, today we're going to go harvest all the beans. Mm-hmm. You have to look bean by bean and decide, is this one ready today? <laughs> like seriously, this is what you have to do. And, and, and so, you don't think I'm up for this task, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you are. We'll decide at the end. Uh, so you once you harvest it, uh, then it, now the real work kind of starts because then y- you wash them. I saw that people like separate them into different grades, you know, just yeah. by size basically. And then you go through this curing process. So the the beans alternate drying out in the day, usually by, out in the sun being dried out and then quote unquote sweating at night so like at night they'll be wrapped in damp cloths together or something like that and then in the day they're put out in the sun and this this takes i saw five to 15 days uh could take up to 30 days and then and then other parts of it with drying it and aging it i mean this could take a year I've, I saw it could take over a year I'm so, to get from plucking it to so being amazed. ready. Like, how do people figure out this process? I Yeah, I think it's just like those, you know, that indigenous people in Mexico just over years probably figured it out. But like, has somebody tried that with every plant in the world? How do we know that like weeds aren't particularly delicious right. if we did that for 15 days. I guess you know? we don't know, but we know that this one is. Yeah, it, it can take a very, very long time. Uh, and so this is what I mean. It's incredibly uh, labor-intensive yeah. process. So nowadays, um, most of the world's vanilla is grown in Madagascar and Indonesia, it's still grown in Mexico as well and Tahiti. What's the deal with Madagascar? I know that 
that boy was 500 miles away from Madagascar, but what is well how to get because I've you know you hear yeah, of that all of these region I mean it will only grow in a very tropical region okay. so that obviously limits it on the planet in general and then I don't really know why other than that's where they started cultivating it okay in these different places the vanilla has different properties it almost feels like wine where they like in tahiti it's rich and floral vanilla so that vanilla is often used for perfume versus um in madagascar is where you get the bourbon vanilla okay and that's more buttery and and creamy and then uh in mexico it has sweet notes and a hint of smoke I thought this was all interesting. This is interesting. This Felt is, like a I'm sommelier. Really wanting something vanilla flavored, right? right now. Yeah. I know. Um, so between fourteen hundred and twenty three hundred tons of dry vanilla are produced worldwide every year, which seems like a lot. Which is it's not a lot, but at it's all. not a lot no. at all because um, yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you about how much vanilla we use. There are probably like fourteen hundred tons of gummy bears produced every hour (laughs) oh no that's so depressing (laughs) but probably um anywhere i saw a few different figures anywhere from two-thirds to to three-fourths so like 66 to 75 percent of the vanilla is from madagascar and indonesia okay so this is most of it is from there so we were talking about the price right yeah yeah, I vanilla it's expensive. is very expensive. It is the second most expensive spice in the world after saffron. Really? Mm-hmm. And it's because of this crazy process, yeah. right? Yeah, like sure. it's so hard to get your hands on it. It yields just a tiny bit. You miss that one day. Yeah, <laughs> it's a mess. So um, th- this is a this is a lot. But I think this is... I tried to find, like, how much is vanilla today, and I didn't see anything. I don't know that it's priced, like, gold or something, where literally every second of every day there's a given number yeah. for it. So so I couldn't really find exactly, but it seems to be at a peak now, or at least we're coming off of a peak in 2017. So in 2004 and in 2017, vanilla prices peaked at $500 per kilo, and a kilo is 2.2 pounds. So that's like almost like $230 per pound. Yeah, that is a ton. Yeah. I also that's, saw... Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a ton. The reason why it hits these peaks um, is honestly climate issues. In 2004 and 2017, it was both due to... Um, I don't think they were called hurricanes, maybe cyclones, but like a, you know, a big storm. Indonesia, they would call them cyclones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so that can have They just have a different name for them. Oh, okay. They can have, that can have a massive effect on the harvest, Yeah, I mean, I guess like any crop that's grown in a uh, coastal area, it's like, yeah, if you have a terrible storm that comes through, it's, it can destroy it in a number of different ways yeah and that obviously in such a small industry is going to drive up the price right right um wow okay uh what about wait no never mind you go on okay. I, i've got some questions yeah but, wait but until maybe, the end. maybe you'll answer i'm getting them. close oh, okay um so 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 
vanilla is very expensive, right? We're mm. just coming off of this point that it's very, very expensive. Uh, so what happens when things are very expensive sometimes is people find ways to make cheap versions of it. So that's exactly what happened. So the thing, the compound in vanilla that makes up the really recognizable vanilla flavor. Vanillin? Yeah, yeah. vanillin. <laughs> How do you know about this? I don't know, just from labels and stuff. Yeah, that's what, that's what they call it. It's a flavor compound. It's naturally present in wood, apparently. Oh, weird. But that's like uh, the most recognizable Like the part. heart of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, vanilla has literally hundreds of other compounds in it that make the complex flavor of real vanilla. Uh So that's like the recognizable vanilla part of it, but it has all these other components to it. But in 1858, a French pharmacist isolated pure vanillin crystals from extract of vanilla bean and and that's how he determined okay this is the main compound this is the thing that is making it taste and smell and everything the way it does and then to german chemists um they figured out the chemical structure of it so basically this allowed them to to make the first chemical artificial synthesis of vanillin and i think they made it out of pine tree sap but so they made a fake version of the thing is my point yeah now i i saw a couple ranges but it's anywhere from the low 90s to the high 90 percent of all vanilla products are this fake vanilla wow yeah that i mean that's surprising but i'm sure that's including everything that's in Prepackaged foods oh, that yeah. have th- and that. candles and everything. Like oh, think about how many things are, and yeah. perfumes. Yeah, yeah. So many things are scented vanilla, flavored vanilla yeah. to eat. Uh, an estimated eighteen thousand products on the market contain vanilla today. So real vanilla? No, vanilla in general. Oh, okay. So that's a lot yes. of things, and so a lot of them are going to contain fake vanilla. Um, wow, you said like high 90s? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean it is, you, you know, when you go to the grocery store and you're in the baking aisle and you are you see all of the extracts and the flavorings, um, you might see vanilla and it's like 199 and you're like, dang, that's really cheap. But mm-hmm. then if you look right underneath, it says imitation yeah, vanilla exactly. versus the pure vanilla extract, which... I won't be surprised if you go on to tell us that that's also like bogus and contains one percent vanilla or something like that. But that's like six ninety nine. Yeah. But no. then, of course, you have higher end brands where a two ounce jar can be nineteen dollars, and mm-hmm. I think there are even way more expensive ones than that. But it's um, it's yeah. There's a huge price difference between the artificial and totally pure totally so now that you mentioned vanilla extract i can tell you how that is made it's not very complicated it's probably how you would think so basically they get dried vanilla beans like the way if you were to purchase vanilla beans you would get them they get them yeah uh and then they grind it into small pieces so this will expose all the seeds inside and everything um i think the seeds are where most of the i was gonna say that's like kind of what you eat yeah exactly Uh, and then they just kind of wash it and then soak the crushed up stuff 
in a solution of alcohol and water. Mm-hmm. The flavor compounds are soluble in alcohol, so they like break down and they get drawn into the alcohol. And um, sometimes they'll use heat to, you know, accelerate the process essentially. And it was interesting because I saw that um, if they add heat to accelerate it, the heat will kill off some of the uh, compound, some of the extra flavor compounds in there. But then I saw something that so some people will use this cold, like cold brew, like yeah. cold process to get it out. But that thing said. If you then get home and cook with it, you kill them off anyway when you add the heat. Oh, that's true. If you bake with it or something. So I don't know if it's really worth it. Maybe if you're but using pure vanilla in like killing cocktails Killing it twice or is probably worse than killing maybe, it once. But maybe. Either way. But um, so, so that's how vanilla extract is used. And pure, per the FDA regulations, yeah. pure vanilla extract contains... 13.35 ounces of vanilla beans per gallon during extraction. Okay, that seems like a a decent amount. Yeah, I did. I that did seems like enough to make and, an extract, and you yeah. know you're not buying vanilla bean paste. You know, mm-hmm. you know you're not buying like no. full on vanilla beans. So I think that's that seems fair. And you saying it costs like what six ninety nine for um, a little bottle? Yeah, probably for like a small bottle. Yeah, that seemed about right. I saw in a few places that a common price is like twenty bucks for four ounces. Yeah, um, and that'd be for like the yeah. good brand. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's what you're getting if you're getting vanilla extract. Um all right, we're about to get into Fun facts. Cool. I have, this is the last bit I have before the fun facts or it could be a fun fact. So we mentioned this, that vanilla has a bad rap, essentially. There's bad PR for vanilla. Mm -hmm. It means bland and boring and plain, right? Yeah, exactly. So why does it mean that because as we've learned first of all the history of vanilla isn't bland and boring the 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 way it's cultivated it's very it's like this tropical flower also and it it's has, delicious it's delicious yeah. it has in all of these complex flavor compounds regions yeah yeah like there's really nothing boring it's the second most expensive spice in the world like yeah. how how did it get this reputation uh so this is one possible explanation for it so vanilla first came to america guess who first brought it here i have no idea throw out a wild guess uh benjamin um benjamin uh, Moore, the paint guy oh no it wasn't him but you were close if you were if you were thinking about another benjamin because it was thomas jefferson hilarious Thomas Jefferson brought it you, to America. Yeah, from where? You, from France. Because do you remember from history or Hamilton that Thomas Jefferson chilled in France a lot? He really liked France. He was all up in France. He liked France. Um, so he had encountered, eaten whatever vanilla in France, and so he brought it over with him. And he his method of you know the way he liked his vanilla was vanilla ice cream and it literally his recipe for vanilla ice cream can be found with his papers in the library of congress wait did you look it up 
No. Why? Because I didn't have time. Oh my gosh. We'll look it up after. I'm going to look it up right now. I know. That's Hopefully what we're doing it, tonight. Read it live. Uh, so the... It's my phone. <laughs> so, his, so he loved vanilla ice cream. Um, and it became very popular because it was great, right? It was a novel flavor at the time. And it was... And, and it was aromatic. It was great. But ice cream had previously, like what you said earlier, had been flavored with fruit or nuts or even random stuff like brown bread. So Ice cream? I said cake earlier. Right, I but I just mean like yeah, goods in general. Yeah, yeah, if you didn't have vanilla, what are you going to flavor it with? Right. So now this colorless, you know, plain in texture ice cream can seem kind of plain and bland. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah, I get that. If you're By used to comparison. having chunks of fruit and nuts, you're like, this yeah. is just white. And... Exactly. But the flavor is so good. Right. But So that's one explanation. Also, the idea that vanilla is the base of so many things can kind of make it seem like it's boring or basic or something. Because so many of these, of even ice cream flavors that we have today are you know they have all these cookie dough and cookies and cream and whatever and oftentimes the base is vanilla sure so it makes you feel like well vanilla is nothing it's just like blah and then you got to add stuff to it to make it fun which isn't really true but that's just the nature of what is happening uh the other thing is most of the vanilla that we encounter in our life isn't really vanilla at all it's this fake Meaning vanilla. It's the fake. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So n- this is it lacks the subtlety and the f- notes and compounds of real vanilla and people here <laughs> this is so like upsetting but uh a, a lot of Americans if you survey Americans they actually prefer the fake stuff because it's what they're used to. So if you gave them a you taste test, when they taste them side mm-hmm. by side, oh weird. So That's that gives sad. that gives manufacturers little to no incentive to use real vanilla. I would say no incentive. No it's incentive. Lose, lose. Yeah. Exactly because it's way more expensive to use it, and the people don't even care. Slash, they like the fake stuff. So, um, so it's interesting that 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 could add to this feeling about vanilla too. That it's, like, bland. Yeah. Because, yes, it is bland and flat when it's the fake stuff. Yeah. So that's not really fair. No, it's not fair at all. I mean, I don't think that's a good direction to go. I don't think people should get so used to artificial sunlight to the point where they prefer it over fake sunlight. Uh, Real sunlight. Yeah. That's just not a... Exactly. I I very much agree. Yeah. We gotta look out for that stuff. Yeah. Starting with vanilla. Yes. All right. You ready for some fun facts? Yes. Okay. Vanilla is the only fruit-bearing member of the orchid family. Wow. It's the only orchid that makes a fruit. <laughs> cool. All cool. Right. Uh, during the French colonial period, the Madagascar growers of vanilla, I guess there was a lot of theft because, you know, it's very expensive and everything. They created unique designs. They called them, like, th- this article I read called them little tattoos they uh-huh. would chisel into the vanilla a couple weeks before they harvested them, and then this like little into the tree. 
into the beans, oh, the weird. pods themselves. And then even later, after the drying and curing and everything, they were still visible. Really? So they could find, yeah. So if oh, someone cool. stole their beans, Can you, like, they could track pictures them. pictures of that online? Probably. Or is that before photographs? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I didn't see any photos, okay. but we can check it out. Uh, let's see. Oh, if you have um if you have vanilla beans at home, if you really are a baller and you bought some <laughs> I don't. and you have some, let's say you you cut them open and you scrape out the beans and you use them, you can use the, you know, the pods that mm-hmm. you now don't know what to do with to make homemade vanilla extract by taking your pods put them in a glass jar with 80 proof alcohol and it could be rum vodka bourbon i saw seal it and let it infuse for at least a month or and or until your your desired intensity is achieved i like this idea Mm -hmm. wasn't didn't liz do that she might have yeah that sounds familiar yeah Wow, that's cool. Uh-huh. Um, so you can make your own vanilla extract that way, or you can make vanilla salt. So kind of do the same thing. Just put it in a container with salt Ooh. and let it infuse for a long time. These are great ideas. I know, right? Very cool. Uh, and then the last thing I want to mention, so we talked about ice cream flavor preferences yes. in the intro. Yes. Uh, thirty, Nearly 30% of Americans choose vanilla as their number one ice cream favorite flavor i'm not mad chocolate is second with less than 10 percent. wow that's really surprising i know right and the rest is just like a whole bunch is very dispersed i guess amongst like mint chocolate chip rocky road there's just too many other flavors but we got almost a, almost a third well i think it's like 29 percent say vanilla is right but it's flavor. but the fact that vanilla and chocolate combine for like well under half that's mm-hmm. pretty surprising yeah um oh wait speaking of ice cream i looked up thomas Jefferson's oh you did did you recipe. find it yeah, i you thought you it? um i thought you abandoned it because you couldn't find it yeah totally no. read okay. it so this is from thomas jefferson's handwriting Oh, uh, are ha- you looking at it now? I, uh, or no, it just says it was written in it. Okay, cool, I can, cool. You can look at a photo of it, but like... Can't read I can't that. read yeah. that, no. <laughs> um, okay, Jefferson's ice cream recipe. Ice cream. These are the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Two bottles of good cream, six yolks of eggs, half a pound of sugar. Mix the yolks and eggs, put the cream on a fire in a casserole, first putting in a stick of vanilla. When near boiling, take it off and pour it gently into the mixture of eggs and sugar. Stir it well. Put it on the fire again, stirring it thoroughly with a spoon to prevent it sticking to the casserole. When near boiling, take it off and strain it through a towel. Put it on the sabatier, whatever that is. Uh-huh. Then set it in ice for, and then set it in ice an hour before it is to be served. Put into the ice a handful of salt. Put salt on the cover lid of the sabatier, spelled differently this time, <laughs> and cover the hole with ice. Leave it still half a quarter of an hour. Half a quarter of an hour. Twelve, <laughs> seven and a half minutes? Right? Half yeah, a quarter of an hour? that's weird. Um, then turn the sabat- sabatier, spelled the first way again, <laughs> in the ice for ten minutes. Open it 
to loosen with a spatula the ice from the inner sides of the sabatier. Spelled the second way again. <laughs> Shut it and replace it in the ice. Open it from time to time to detach the side the ice from the sides. When well taken, parentheses, prize, don't know what that means, <laughs> stir it well with spatula, put it in molds, jostling it well down on the knee. Then put the mold into the same bucket of ice. Leave it there to the moment of serving it. To withdraw it, immerse the mold in warm water, turning it well till it will come out and turn it into a plate. <laughs> wow, that's very cool. I mean, some of those directions were a little wild, but other than that, the whole, the, the first part, I understood that totally. Yeah, and then there is a uh, an adapted version here that somebody put into you know, a little more modern terms. Yeah, cool. A little easier to follow. Wow, I that's awesome. Do that. Yeah, let's try it. Yeah, that does sound really good. And then, did you ever make ice cream when you were in no, school or anything? We never. did once, and it involved like a double Ziploc and ice and salt, I think. That's so, like, cool. there's a little bag of Ziploc ice cream inside a big bag of Ziploc ice and salt, and then you just jostle it. Because you're in kindergarten, so you're good at jostling, and you just like sit and jostle <laughs> it for a long time, and then eventually you open it, and it's not really like ice cream, but there are some frozen bits, and it's great. I would love that. Let's try it. I this love is ice a fun cream. experiment. I agree. Well, thank you for finding that. Well, thank you for giving us such a great presentation on uh, vanilla. It was it was delicious, wasn't it? It was. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at 30 Minute Expert Podcast, where you can see cool photos of all the things we talked about today. And send us suggestions for future episodes. Also, if you're a real-life expert on one of the topics we covered, write to us and let us know what we missed. You can email us at 30MinutexpertPodcast, that's 30MinutexpertPodcast at gmail.com. If it's something especially interesting, maybe we'll read it on the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. And if you're really enjoying it, write a review. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye.